years ago, I was sitting in a tractor talking to a friend of mine, and he had brought up this issue of worry. And he was talking about how he was always worried about something, worried about whether or not he was going to be able to make the payroll, whether or not he was going to uh, have enough money to uh, to cover all the needs for the farm, and whether or not he was going to have enough rain to grow the crops he needed, and whether or not he was going to have enough feed for the animals. And he said, there's always one thing after another, always one thing after another. And he said, I know the Bible says not to worry. And so I keep telling myself, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. He goes, but the more I tell myself, don't worry, then I start worrying about how much I'm worrying. And I, and if, you know, if worrying's a sin, then me, now I'm worried about, I'm, I'm like, Worrying about worrying. I mean, he said, this is, you know, what am I supposed to do? Hey, uh, welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast. This is Mike Mills. That's why the name's Run of the Mills podcast, because that's my last name. It's a play on words. It's punny. Uh, it probably wasn't the best name, but somebody suggested it, and I was uh, at a loss for other names, so we took it. So anyway, hey, welcome. Um, we are keeping up with the king. We're in Matthew chapter 6, and... Today we're going to talk a little bit about the issue of worry. And the Bible says in Matthew 6, verse 25, it says, Jesus said this, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. Wow. Okay. So, um, like my friend said, uh, I'm not supposed to worry, but now I'm worried about not, not worrying. But he says more than that, of course, but. Again, the thing we have to pay attention when we read this stuff is what's being said and, as we say all the time, the context. That's right, the context. So, verse 25 starts off with the word, therefore, therefore I say to you, and you've heard it said, I've said it before here, you know, when you see the word therefore, always ask yourself, what's it there for? But really, what, what's happening is you're, you're taking one thing, one, one uh, statement of truth, one principle, and you're saying, in light of that, do this. Or in light of that, don't do this, right? And so, if we read back to the previous verses, he says, you can or no one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And before that, he was talking about the lamp of the eye. Right or the lamp of the body is the eye, and before that he was talking about where your treasure is, that your heart will be also. Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth, rust destroy. So he's been talking about wealth, right? He's been talking about material things. He's been talking about uh, this whole idea of of money, right? This is uh, a big issue for most people: the issue of finances, money, wealth, um, the accumulation. And the expense, the uh, the need, and the expenditure thereof. But when he comes to verse twenty-five, and he says, "Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life." This is directly connected to what was just said previously. So let's read the whole thing. It says, "Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on it. Is life not more than food, and the body more than clothing?" Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? 
All right. So the first thing he points out is like, why do you, why, what are you worrying? You're worrying about these basic things. Like what are you going to eat? What are you going to drink? You know, worrying about what are you going to wear? And he's not so worried about what you're going to wear. Like I'm going out today. What am I going to wear? He's just talking about like, I don't know if I'm going to have enough. You know, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I'm going to have enough to, to eat or to, enough to wear. And he says, he's pointing out again, this, this issue of the focus, right? Before the things he's been talking about before is you can't serve God and money. If the whole purpose of your life is serving is making the buck. Well, yeah, you're always going to be worried about it because that's the focus of your life. That's what your eye is directed on. And when the focus of your life is getting more accumulating, uh, you know, accumulating money and wealth, well, that's your focus. And there's always going to be that nagging worry, that nagging concern of is today the day the stock market turns is today the day someone gets sick and I can't pay it. You know, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? How am I going to, how am I going to accomplish what I need? Because the focus is on the money. And he said, don't worry, don't worry about such things. Don't worry about your, you know, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. And so he's saying, look, isn't there more to your life than that? And the tragic thing is, I think for a lot of people, there's really not their, their life is all about just making money so that they can have nice things or so that they can have a new thing or whatever. But that's the whole focus and purpose of their life is to maintain a certain level of comfort or to reach a certain level of comfort. And I think what a tragedy to live under that, that fear all the time of losing that, of that disappearing. And this is the glorious thing, of course, of what we're living for Jesus is that he can't be taken from us. We can't, we can't lose him. We can't wake up one day and be like, oh, well, stock market turn. There's no more Jesus. Jesus lost his value. It doesn't happen. It can't happen. So he says, look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap. Are you not of more value than they? And so this whole thing with worry that he's talking about is, is again, number one thing is what, what's your focus on? Remember your treasure, your, you know, where your treasure is that your heart will be also, you know, your eye is the window you know, and serving two masters. This is the problem when you're, when your treasure is earthly and when your focus is on money and the accumulation of stuff and you're trying to serve two masters, you're trying to live for the Lord, but you're also serving money. You're going to come up with all kinds of, all kinds of issues. And this is what he's saying. Don't, don't worry about your life. Well, you're going to worry about your life if you've got things out of whack. If you've got things out of whack, if you are, if your focus is on the money, if your purpose of your life is the accumulation of stuff, you have forgotten what this life is about, who you are, why, you know, why you're here. God, God didn't save you just so that you can live a comfortable life, right? His desires to conform you into the image of his son, his desires that you might tell others, right, about him. The I've been saying this a lot lately, but to know him and to make him known. Recognizing, wait a minute, who, who am I? I'm, if I, if you're born again, right? If you have recognized that Jesus died on the cross for you, you believe that he's a son of God. He died on the cross in the flesh 
and he rose from the grave to pay the price for your sins, if you believe that and you've received that free gift, well, then you're, you're born again. You're a new creation. If that's you, if that's you, well, you're his child. You're his child. You don't have to worry about that other stuff. You have greater things to be concerned about. We have greater things to concern ourselves with than just this temporary stuff. I was talking with somebody yesterday, and they were talking about how we're living in this lost and broken world, and there's people that are dying. There's people that are lost. There's people that are in danger of going to hell, and we are concerned about such little trivial things. And it's convicting to me. It's convicting when I think, oh, man, you know what I have been? I have been concerning myself with dumb little stuff, figuring out little problems at work and spending hours thinking about how am I going to fall? How am I going to get this to work or that to work and not spending nearly the same amount of time on big issues, the eternal things. So we're going to talk more about this as we go. But if you're a worrier, if you're a worrier, the first thing is, well, remember whose you are. Remember whose you are, right? Are you not more valuable than the birds? Well, you are God's child. You are his creation. He saved you because he loves you. He saved you because he has a purpose and a plan for you, a desire for you. He has things for you to do, right? He has good works for you to do, things for you to accomplish. And here's the thing. We get so hung up in worrying about how things are going to turn out. Well, the way things turn out is not up to us. See, our job is obedience. God's job is results. And I don't have to worry about the results. I just concern myself with the things that God has placed before me today. And I'm going to trust him to bring about his results in due time, to bring about the things that he desires. I'm going to go about doing the things he's called me to do. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to do the work that he's given me. But it's not my job to worry and fret about, am I going to be able to pay the bills? Oftentimes, the bills we fret about, we worry about paying, are the things we took on without ever asking him. And we didn't ask him because we didn't want him to say no. We didn't ask him, God, can I, should I buy that motorcycle that I'm going to have to make payments on? Because we were pretty sure he didn't want us to. So we bought it anyway. And now... The payments are more than we can handle, and we're fretting and worrying and trying to come up with side jobs and all these things to come up with this, to pay this money. We put ourselves under all this stress and anxiety because we stepped out from under the place God would have us be. So sell it. Repent. Say, God, forgive me, and get back to serving him. God bless you. We'll talk more about it next time.